the cake. Ready? Yeah. Hello and welcome to Beef Film Brew Crew. My name is Oscar. And, and this is Clemente. Ooh, ooh, trying to steal the spotlight. Damn. Yep, sorry. I got, got it. it. I got it. I understand. <laughs> Here on Beef Film Brew Crew, we review bad movies. Or beef films, rather. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Usually they're pretty bad. We also drink beers from different parts of the world. This week's beer, we had... Belhaven Brewery presents a wee heavy, a rich Scottish ale from Scotland. In case you missed it, the name of that beer was Wee Heavy. Yes. There was a lot of words in there. Sorry. Belhaven Brewery in uh, Dunbar, Scotland, Mm -hmm. to be precise. What'd you think of the beer? It was good. I liked it. Why? Um, I don't know. It was. It's a dark. It was a. It's. It was fairly dark. Uh, it was seven point four percent alcohol by volume, and it wasn't hoppy at all. And I thought it was kind of rich and smooth. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It went down good, and it was fairly good. And it, I, at first, it didn't have too much of a hint of anything. But as I mean, as we drank it, it kind of had more of a like a smokiness taste to it. Yeah, a little bit, a little mm-hmm. fruity. I mean, they describe it to be a Christmas cake in a glass. I don't know what a Christmas cake is. So. I don't either, but I mean, I'm assuming Someone it's might. fruity, tarty. It wasn't even that tart or hoppy or anything, but it was good. I liked yeah. it. I did. Didn't really like it. It was too malty for me. And like I mentioned to you before, I prefer like sours or something bitter, like an IPA, um, more hoppy flavored. I, I kind of like that more for like a beer taste. Uh, these maltier, like smokier taste. I don't really like them for a beer. I, I don't mind it so much for like um, like mezcal, which is also like a tequila sort of thing. Um, but for the beer, I don't know. It, it, it felt heavy to drink. Like when I drank it, I felt full. Well, these are these are kind of meant to be sipped rather than drank. Right. I mean, we drank it over an hour and a half. Yeah. But I I still felt like it was heavy. Like every sip I took was heavy and filling. That was like good. that that maltiness, that thickness. It was a nice thick beer. Yeah. Well, I was a fan. I mean, it didn't taste bad. Like the taste was good. I just it felt too filling for me. Like I couldn't. Like, when I drink beer, I want to sit down and have maybe a couple of beers. But this one, I'd probably have, like, one or two, and I'd be done. I mean, they are stronger, too. They're, like, a... 7.4? 7.4%. So, I mean, one Your or two would probably... average beer is, like, five. Yeah. So, I mean, with two, I'd probably be all right anyway. Maybe three. Um, But, yeah, it was a little a little on the heavier side for me. Too malty. Um, but anyway, we'll move away from that. Uh, This week, we watched a movie called witchcraft 2 the temptress now if you missed last week we watched witchcraft part one and i have to say just off the bat completely different movies like night and day from what happened in the first one and the acting and all that stuff to this one but let me give you some uh some information on this movie the synopsis of witchcraft 2 the temptress is uh which from the first witchcraft movie stalks the now teenage child she attempts to kill his girl, uh, his friends in order to slowly corrupt him to Satan. However, the boy is able to defeat the evil satanic witch and not enter into evil with her. The genre of this movie is horror and mystery and suspense. Um, it was released in 1989. The director is Mark Woods. 
The budget is an estimated $80,000. It has an MPAA rating of R. Its scores currently are 2.9 on IMDb and a 5% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is much lower than the first Witchcraft, which I find bullshit because I think this movie was much better than the first one. But that's just a personal opinion. No, I agree with you, though. <laughs> yeah. It was way better than the first one. Yeah. It stars Charles Solomon, Delia Shepard, and David Holm. There are no real notable actors here. There was a lot of, uh, like, cutbacks to the first movie. Um, so the original actors, I guess, technically were in this movie, too. But Via flashback. Yeah. Uh, and in other notes that I found interesting, there's only one, and it was that it was shot in 13 days. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so there you go. Um, now, what did you think of this movie, Clemente? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> the tone. I honestly, I think they nailed it with like the whole mystery and suspense. Uh, and the horror. Uh, yeah, I mean, not more. It's like more supernatural rather than horror, which I guess is technically horror. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's like it has to do with the occult, so mm-hmm. it yeah, I would say horror. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they nailed the tone, especially like the I guess the music obviously helps a lot. Yeah, and just like the like the setting and the mood of the the film just really contribute to its its tone. And I yeah. think it did it. I think it did it well. Yeah, I have to uh, cut you off because I totally forgot that we usually do a summary of the movie. <laughs> I don't know why. It was probably the two vodka shots that I took yeah, earlier that are making me forget completely how we're supposed to do things. Also, I forgot that we do drinking rules um, while we watch these movies. And last week I came up with a movie when, uh, which is whenever a friend is killed in the movie for, for this movie. And it only came up three times. Only three people, I guess, technically that were his friends died. Only two of them were really his friends. One of them you kind of just gave me out of pity, but I appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Still lost and I had to take a, bo- a shot of vodka. And uh, what was your rule? Uh, every time they had mentioned witch or witches. Yeah. And witch, how many times did that come up? Uh, Seven times, which was more than the first one. Because the which first is, one was like once. What, seven times more than it showed up last time? They yeah. literally only said it once at the beginning of the movie. And that was it. And it was all about witches and stuff and rituals. And they never even mentioned anything about that. Yeah, I think the first one when they were just so confused as to what was happening. Yeah. Was and in this very... one, they actually kind of knew what was happening. So let me go a quick summary of this movie. It's this young man who I guess is supposed to be the the baby from the first one. He's all grown up now. He's a big boy. Um, on his way to college. On his way to college. And he's leaving town to go to college, which is apparently 30 minutes away. And that's a big deal, apparently. And so the, it's the his neighbor becomes possessed by, I guess, the witch from the first one. Because reading the synopsis, that's that's what it sounded like, and which it wasn't very clear. Because in the first one, she died; she turned to dust. So I don't know how she came back. They didn't really explain that part. Uh, magic. Well, obviously, but <laughs> I, it didn't show like like she had a little thing that brings her back to life or something. She just she was just there. Anyway, so she possesses the the body of the neighbor, who is some smoking hot blonde lady, right? And she becomes the temptress, and she begins to leave gifts for for the the young man to find. And eventually, she's gonna. It's three nights, three gifts, and on the third night, on the third gift, he's gonna remember everything. 
And the whole point of this this uh this baby was that he was going to become the grand warlock, this super powerful witch, or I'm sorry, warlock, I guess, because the the men are warlocks and the women are witches. But he was supposed to become this powerful satanic magic user, and that's why this cult from the first one made him. And there was a cult in the first one. We we did see some of the other members. They were older people. Yeah. Uh, but in this one, apparently his current parents were members of this cult and they stole him away because they didn't they didn't want him to become that. Yeah. But they got found out anyway. Yeah. Okay, but what I found weird was that when when magic started happening, they were just powerless. If they were part of the cult, shouldn't they have some magical power? Nah, if they were just followers, they were just probably peons and they didn't have uh, any powers. And then the mm. witches are probably like the higher up in power ones. And then they have the other cult leader or the, the cultists that worship and help with the rituals. Oh, right. Okay. Come on, man. Come You're on, right. man. Listen, I've never <laughs> led a cult. I'm sorry. I mean, I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, so moving on. So then... uh. The, so slowly he begins to, you know, see, have these visions and he's being becoming slowly like, I guess, crazier. He's starting to realize that he has these, that something's wrong with him, that he has these powers, essentially, although he didn't really have magic. And the neighbor is slowly killing off his friends and family. Starts with the mom, then a friend that was supposed to be doing some translating for him on his first gift that he got. And then... And then it's just like a, a struggle to survive. She eventually, the neighbor eventually reveals herself as the temptress or as the witch. And she's trying to have a baby with him so that she can birth the most powerful person. Although, again, I was confused because I thought he was supposed to already be the most powerful thing. And it was also a little creepy that technically it was supposed to be her kid, I guess. Yeah, I think they were just trying to create a vessel for Satan. To come back. That's what I felt like. I mean, I, that they said that in the first one, but they didn't say that this time. I think this time they just said the Grand Warlock, a super powerful being. Anyway, so they keep trying to fight her off, and his the, the guy's girlfriend's father is a priest, and he has some holy water, and they think that's going to work, and some crosses, but clearly she's not a vampire, so she kills the dude with some super cool fire effects, and then... um. And then they fight her off, and as they're about to do it in front of the girlfriend who's tied down, the guy manages to break free of her mind control and kill her again. So I'm pretty sure she's not dead. I'm pretty sure she's going to keep, keep coming back. I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume she's the main antagonist in the 16 film series. 13? So, 16. Is it 16? Yeah, there's 16 movies. Oh, damn. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah. and. It, I, I like but one thing that I have to say that I liked about this movie is that it had like all the 80s tropes. You know, I, I mentioned it to you while we were watching the movie. It's like the guy is like the, the jock, you know, he's like the popular kid. He's the cool kid, although he only had like three friends or whatever. But and, and he has the, the super, the crazy wild uh, friend named Boomer and he and his girlfriend is the girl next door. And he's got that. Well, you know, she's supposed to be. She's got that, he's got that sultry neighbor, older woman, and his family is like the super understanding 80s family, you know, it's like any problem he has, they're totally cool with and, and stuff like that. And then there's the, 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 the girl next door's father is a priest, so he has that priest connection. You know, there's always a priest for some reason. Yeah. 
it is the 80s they were very religious i guess and uh and yeah so oh and then and then the uh audrey who was the nerdy the nerdy friend at the library yeah she was the library she worked at the library she was that nerdy she worked at the library and and stuff like that so i kind of like that they had like all these 80s tropes and it was nice i mean it's pretty common but it still felt it felt more like a movie like the first one i think was completely awful uh like the first witchcraft movie this one i felt was more of a movie even though it was kind of kind of copy paste it was more developed right essentially because the first one was a mess like honestly i didn't know what the hell was going on well well, it wasn't that well for me it wasn't that i didn't know what was going on it was just that it was so slow and boring yeah like there wasn't anything happening in this one we actually got the ball rolling and like you I, i do feel like they developed the horror or suspense uh genre more in this one uh there was like a lot of like uh, scenes where he was having flashbacks and you could see that he was scared. Uh, there was a lot of like supernatural things happening when Audrey came to, to the guy's house and she was, you know, looking for him. It was like these close up shots and she was, there was this intense music and she was scared and there were these things happening throughout the house and, you know, she was scared. And, you know, the demon possession th- or the demon raping his girlfriend and, I don't know. There was just a lot of things that like made it seem like it was horror and suspense and you know a mystery of sorts. I wish they would have done something more with that dog though, like the invisible dog, which are like they're hellhounds. I think hellhounds are invisible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, the but, beast that raped his girlfriend. Yeah, that, that wasn't enough for you. No, but I'm saying like I mean there was clearly something like always like like lurking in the in the shadows like watching the house and like. But, like, we only see that part. Like, there's never really, like, another attack or, like, really mentioned or how okay. they brought. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's clearly other, like, supernatural creatures right. in their presence. But yeah, it definitely seemed that way. I wish, like, they would have at least, like, touched up a little bit more on, like, those like those more um, supernatural characters right? and beasts and stuff. Look, it's a slow process, okay? The first one barely <laughs> even had magic spells, barely had anything. They had, like, a, a ritual, one. Yeah, and, there was nothing in the first one. It was yeah, garbage. it was a lot of, like, flashbacks or, like, spell, like, uh, not spells, like, yeah, it was, like, flashbacks or, like, uh, hallucinations, that's the word. Uh, and then this one, there was hallucinations, and there were r- actual spells being cast. There was actual magic happening. So I think they're taking a step in the right direction. And as I told you, I want to go through the series because this one was so much better than the first one that I, I really want to see how the next ones come up. Like someone has to be making money to have 16 movies. Also, they changed the um, studios, right? Production studios? I, I think so. Because they went from like no name to trauma. Well, see, I don't know. I don't know if the... I don't know if like trauma is just a distribution company or if it's a production company. Oh, I see. Yeah, I didn't I didn't look into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that's that's the summary. And the tone like I said was I think it was pretty good. I think they did a really good job keeping it definitely more suspenseful than the last one. I think it was a day and night switch like completely. Like this was way better than the first one in my opinion, even though it was a very simple like copy paste of a just a generic horror movie, but from the 80s. But I think they did a good job with it. Um, cinematography. It's good. 
<laughs> it was good. I liked it. It was um. There were, I mean, they use that. They use like a lot of different like like shooting techniques, mm-hmm. and I thought they were cool. Yeah, there was there was one issue you had with at the beginning of the movie. You could tell. oh, the quality dropped off. It was like I don't know because it just seemed like it went from really 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 bad resolution, and it cut away to the the temptress, and it was like mm-hmm. it was clearer. Yeah, but it would go back to the the guy the the kid. And it was crappy again, yeah. but if I felt like it faded away, like it wasn't consistent throughout the whole film, right? Which was fine, mm-hmm. and um, I think they did a, they did a good job. Um, I felt like the pacing was really good because before we knew it, um, the movie was halfway over. Oh yeah, I feel like they definitely jumped into it real quick, and they had a lot of things happening. Yeah, and then unlike the first one, like in this one, um, I kind of didn't really have high hopes for the movie because I felt like there's just so much going on and it's not explaining anything. And I felt like there was already a lot of backstory that we missing out on. And we're like, who the hell is this? Like, who the hell are the parents? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell is going on? But then I kind of like how, I mean, like all movies should explain what's going on. Right. And I think like the reveal, like towards the end where they mm-hmm. give you a recap of like what's going on. Yeah. I think they did Exposition. that well. Yeah. So I was like, okay, all right. It explains all the it answered all the questions that we had in the beginning of the film. Oh my god! And it answered so many questions from the first one too, where oh, it was yeah. like, what happened to the kid? What happened to the witches? What, what, what like, how does this end? What happened to the baby? What the hell? Yeah. Now, now we know. Yeah, and, and yeah, I think the cinematography did a good job of cutting to people and the camera control and all that stuff. I think it was great. I think they did a really good job compared better the last one, which nothing happened. Yeah, and this one like it. Obviously, it took place in other places other than, like, the house, like, in the first one. Oh, God. And yeah. this one, it was, like, more through the city. There was the library. You know, there was different. They, they went to different places. But, like, the transition from, like, one place to the other was pretty seamless. And then, like, um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I thought they did some pretty good shots, like, where, like, like panic, like, panic or confusion states where they're just kind of, like, Mm-hmm. Kind of like body cam following the dude's face. Oh, right, right. And like, you don't really know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. I, re- I kind of like those, like, because it mm-hmm. kind of puts you there with the character, like in the confusion and the panic. Okay, I have to say, this this movie definitely felt like a real movie. Yeah. Like the first one just felt like garbage. It felt flat. <laughs> yeah, I, I it wasn't garbage, but it was just so flat. Like there was nothing happening. It just there was just nothing happening. It was just a, like a, a, someone telling you a story, but they were adding unnecessary details. And then the story was just like, oh yeah. And they, and it turns out they were a witch, but you know, they got a guy's one. And it was like, yeah, no shit. That's, that's how all stories end. Yeah. And in this one, it was like, oh man, people were dying. And, and I, it was also like, yeah, I expect that guy to die, but, but it happened in a cool way. Right. And it was like, there were things that you, you were expecting to happen and they did happen, but they were done in a cool way. Um, I don't know. And the cinematography, I, sorry, I'm, I'm like jumping around, but <laughs> the camera work was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And then the music was good. You already talked a little bit about that. Yeah. I actually, I really did like it because there were a, a couple of scenes. I think, okay, the scene where like the invisible dog, I'm assuming it's a dog because we watch him with, with subtitles. Mm-hmm. And it said dog growling. Right. <laughs> so, assuming it's a hellhound. Right. Because they're invisible. I kind of, like, there's a scene that in particular that I kind of 
felt the like suspense of like what's going on like her the girl the girl's door opens or shuts on like by itself and just like mm-hmm. the music itself really sets the tone for this scene just because like it had like a lot of like low like was a reverberance where it's just like very mm-hmm. low tones vibrating throughout the scene mm-hmm. like if something's gonna happen and like right it, it's just very low and you just don't know what's going on as like as mm-hmm. like it like the scene like starts to peak like slower and slower mm-hmm. it starts getting louder and louder mm-hmm. until like something happens and i thought that was pretty good because right it kind of like draws you into like the scene like what's going on and i don't know their their choice in music i think was a lot better compared to the first one because the first one they had like maybe four tracks and it was just like the same track and it was like looped over and over yeah and this one they just had a, a way better soundtrack oh, compared yeah. to the first one Oh, the complete night. Like I said, <laughs> and there night. were no cheesy, out of place songs, right? Like in the beginning <sighs> of the first That's one. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Too. I was gonna mention that too. Right Whereas, now. like, ooh, like Scooby Doo's. Where so are you? Was so that was stupid. like the only goofy part in that first movie. That I think the ending too, right? Like credits were like pretty garbage too. Yeah, but but yeah, but throughout the movie, that was just so out of place. It's it was, it it, it felt like you were supposed to be watching a a funny-ish horror movie but then everything else was very serious and yeah. and never again did we get that silliness or anything like that it was just the beginning and it was so out of place for the entire movie yeah this one, but yeah this one was good i think it did a very good job yes i i agree i i really like the music i really like uh their music choice uh, and everything felt appropriate to the scene um and and yeah it was it was it was good it was much better than the last one and that's not saying like i said i i I honestly kind of actually enjoyed this movie compared to some of the other movies we've seen i don't know it was just so much better yeah it wasn't bad at all yeah uh what about uh speaking of bad (laughs) special effects or props (laughs) that's what i'm about to say speaking of bad effects weren't that bad they used a lot of practical effects and oh, well, they did. They, they, okay, they use a, a couple of practical effects. Yeah. You know, they did some cuts to make people disappear. Like I dream of Jeannie. You know, mm-hmm. the girl would jump in and out of the shots. Yeah, and it wasn't too bad. Uh, they were they used like confetti or glitter to make it seem like just casting spells and stuff like that. Yeah, spaghetti, <laughs> mom spaghetti. Uh, I, just to quickly explain that, I I said spaghetti when I meant to say confetti, and I don't know why, but. Yeah. Spaghetti, she throws spaghetti all over the guy and bewitches him, and uh. it wasn't bad until the end. The end when I think it was like the priest, reverend, reverend, yeah, reverend. Right. He um, he's kind of trying to bless the house with holy water. Yeah, I don't know. Do reverends bless houses with holy water? I don't know what he, he was making holy water, and he was grabbing this cru- crucifix. Right. Anyways, yeah, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, he's walking towards the camera, and then, like, these really, really bad, really bad flames appear in front of the screen, and you're like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And then they keep popping up, and then, like, the priest is dying, but it's like, uh, I guess he's dying, but it's like, it's so bad. It's like if someone animated, it's like cartoon-drawn fire. Okay, yeah, and I thought it was like he was walking into a firewall. But I guess the fire was supposed to be engulfing him. You were like, that's immolation. And I said, <laughs> no, that's a firewall. And and no, you were right. He was technically catching fire. His face and body 
Well, it was mostly his face because that's where we were, the shot was. But his face was catching fire, and it was just an a, a flame image <laughs> or GIF. I don't know animation on, on top of him, and you could tell it was completely on top of him. Which there was another scene that did that where the pentagram symbol appeared on the guy's chest. Oh yeah, that was super horrible. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought it was part of the mirror. Because... Right, that's what I thought too. I, I, he was looking at himself in the mirror and looking at his chest, and then the pentagram symbol appeared, and he freaked out. But the problem was that the pentagram was like perfectly Movie. aligned with the like it was flat, but the kid was at an angle. So you could tell that it was off, right? And he it, was moving, but it wasn't moving with him. Yes, and he was also moving, and it, it didn't move with him. So they just didn't do a good a job of like angling the effect a little bit, so it looked like it was actually on his chest, and it never moved with him when he was moving. So you could tell it was. So you couldn't tell if it was actually on him or if he was seeing it in the reflection, and the mirror was just showing him a pentagram. Yeah, but later on, we find out that it was on his chest because it's like yeah, etched onto his right. It like yeah, burned his onto chest, his chest. Yeah. yeah, and the same thing happened to his girlfriend when she got raped by the demon dog. Right, and when she got raped, it's not like he, she was still wearing clothes. She still had clothes. Yeah, she. Well, she had her. She was in her underwear. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, last week we mentioned that I was looking it up online, and Google had said that it was like a softcore porn, but surprisingly. It wasn't. There was only one scene that had nudity. Very it, brief, too. Yes, it was a, a scene where the the boyfriend is, or the guy himself is uh, having a vision, and he has a vision of his girlfriend having sex with his best friend, Boomer. Yeah. A, and he, like, walks in on them, and he's freaking out. He's very upset. Uh, and obviously the girl's enjoying it, and so is Boomer. But that was, like, the only nudity in the, ga- in the game. God damn it. In the movie... <laughs> And man, that shot is those shots are really getting to me. <laughs> I'm getting real warm. <laughs> Anyways, um, I I lost my train of thought. It was not a softcore porn, <laughs> right? Oh, I, and the next other scene that had nudity was at the very end of the movie. Uh, the temptress when she was trying to have the the seduce guy seduce him. Well, trying to get the guy to implant his seed into her They're so that she could it. birth. So, so she could get pregnant to give birth to this super powerful warlock was the only other time there was nudity. She showed her breasts briefly. Then she did turn to powder. Right. And then she, we, the camera cut away. And then when we cut back, she was powder. So we never actually saw her turn into powder. But she I died. guess by that time, their, their budget had run out. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was a special effect we missed out on. Yeah. But yeah. When she was casting spells, sometimes she, she literally threw glitter or some sort of confetti or something. Not bad. Yeah, which I was okay with. It's better than where where you're supposed to think they're casting a spell and then nothing happened. Oh yeah. Oh, one scene with uh when she killed the guy's mother, where she looked what I thought she backhand backhanded her, but really she cast a spell to like knock her back and hold hold her against the wall. Yeah, man, use the force. Yeah, it was that was terrible. It was a force slap. Okay, now finally, what do you think about the acting? It was bad. I mean, it was not bad. Right, I didn't think so it wasn't either. That bad. There was only one part that I think the acting was very bad. Go on. Um, when the guy is becoming, uh, when he is raging. Oh, starts, yeah, that was funny. When he starts raging, <laughs> his mother, his mother, in quotes again, it's it's the temptress actually pretending to be his mother. Yeah, and he, she's she's laughing that he's like the supposed to be this demonic child that was birthed. 
for cult reasons. And and he starts getting upset, and, and then he, he's supposedly, I guess, raging and building up his power, and he's about to do something crazy. And just him, his rage is so fake. It's hilarious. He's, like, getting it's angry. Funny. He's, like, charging up his power. Right. And he, like, punches him. I was like, oh, I thought you were going to do, like, a cool spell or something. But no, he was just, uh, just charging up his roar. Yeah. I think it did say roar. His subtitles is, like, roaring. Oh, really? Yeah, his roaring, his roar. I, I must have missed that, but... Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was very weak. I, I think all his other acting as, like, a teenage boy was fine. Yeah, teenagers going to college. Oh, wait. Teenagers do go to college. <laughs> yeah. Might be. Yeah, I, I think all his other acting was fine. Just that rage scene where he was supposed to show all this <laughs> yeah, anger and emotion was not very good. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, the temptress, very tempting. I, I feel she did a good job being a temptress. Yeah. And a witch. Very temptress-y and uh, witchy. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. There was another scene that you mentioned something. Do you remember? No. The, the friend... Uh, Augury, 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 Audrey. Audrey. I'll get it one day. I said it right the first time. Audrey, when she gets thrown out the window. <laughs> oh, the stunt double. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think that's very common in uh, in movies, especially back then. Yeah, like you can see, it's like cut here. Oh, there's a stunt double. Cut here is her. Cut yeah. here is a stunt double. Okay, but it was okay. She's very petite, like very thin frame. Right, thin arms, thin legs. Very she, typical '80s actress. Yeah, and she had a little ponytail. When she gets thrown out, she gets thrown out of a second-story window, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's it's kind of slow too. So you you get time to kind of examine <laughs> the <laughs> yep. the scene, and it's like okay. And then as she's as the, as the person turns sideways, you just see like bulging muscles ripping through <laughs> that character. It's like yeah. okay, this is clearly her calves like tripled in size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very muscular, very muscular body replaced hers for mm-hmm. that shot. And then she lands on the ground and she's back to her shrinking size. I really want to know if it's a guy or if they actually got a woman. I think it's a guy. I, I really want to know. I, I, was, I would assume it was a guy, just they, they threw like, women's clothing on him, but that's hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. She was pretty awkward, too, like when they, uh, when they run into her in the library. And she has, like, a stack of books, and she's like, whoa, whoa, and, like, mm-hmm. losing her balance and drops all the books. That's right. But like, I don't get it. It's like, she's walking out of the library with a bunch mm-hmm. of books, mm-hmm. but then she goes back in the library. To do research. To do him. research, but she works there. Like, I don't know. I felt yeah. the only reason she was there is so she can research this scene. Like, she has no point in this movie other than. And then she got killed. Yeah, and she got. She didn't even window. really do anything. Like, even the research she did. It's like, like the, hey, I found the- this these symbols. Yeah, and the dad already kind of knew because he was part of the cult before. Yeah, and he read it. He knew how to speak Latin. Yeah, so she... You're right. She had absolutely yeah, no purpose. Yeah, she was purpose. pointless. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She was pointless. I didn't, I didn't yeah, she's super that. pointless. Yes, I guess the same thing with Boomer. He was super pointless, too. Yeah, man. I didn't consider that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. All right, well, any final thoughts? I like this movie. I would watch it again. Yes. And I will recommend it to people. Yeah. You <sighs> God. I don't know if you really need to watch the first one because they kind of explain it in this one. And do it better. They do a better job at explaining yes. what's going on. Yes. And the first one I just felt was so bad that I can't recommend the first one. I 
think you could skip it and be okay. Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely enjoyed this movie a lot more. And I would absolutely watch it again. I, I, I think they did such a good job uh, compared to the other one. I feel like it was a fine, you know, horror, sci or horror mystery suspense movie. Yeah, I think it was, a, it was a fine movie. It was enjoyable. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Well, not, nothing major wrong with it. Yeah, had its flaws, but... Yeah. Pretty watchable. I think they did a better job with the story, of explaining things and things like that. And I, I honestly am interested to see where this series goes. Like, I, I want to know how they keep bringing back this witch, or if this kid comes back in the third one, or in future movies, if they all link back together at some point, or what. I, I kind of want to know. There's 16 movies. I want to know how this story develops. And I think <laughs> I think I mentioned to you that we we want to try and watch like at least one part every month. Month. So we'll, we'll have keep... movies for the next year uh-huh. and a half. Yeah, we'll keep coming back to it. Um, and we'll see how that goes. Maybe maybe they'll just become so bad that we can't watch anymore. But no, once you get to that point, you got to keep watching them. <laughs> That's true. Just in hopes that they get better. Yep. You're right. You're right. Okay. So. Next week, uh, we, we're going to watch a movie called Sorceress. Uh, and the synop- this, this is not the Sorceress we watched in January. This is a 1982 Sorceress, not 1995. And the synopsis for this movie is called The Cosmic Struggle. <clears throat> did I say called? Yes, you did. <laughs> Jesus. The synopsis is called The Cosmic Struggle. <laughs> the synopsis. For this movie is the cosmic struggle between white magic and black magic unfolds in an age of swords, sorcery, barbarians, and babes. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I'm or excited. Two out of ten. Yes. Uh, someone on Reddit recommended this movie. I just asked for suggestions. I didn't actually look at the the username, so I apologize. Maybe I'll read it next week. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Yes, we're watching this on Amazon Prime, so that's. That's nice and easy. And if you want to recommend a movie to us, you can do so anywhere on the internet that we can see. Uh, Facebook, we have a Facebook page. Uh, on Instagram, we have an Instagram. You can follow us there. It's uh, B Film Brew Crew. And same thing with Twitter, B Film Brew Crew. Just look us up and you should find us. We have a website. If you go to our, vlog, our blog, you can leave comments there. Uh, on our website, we also have like our review of the beers. We actually give them uh, points. We assign points out of five and things like that. Um, now let's come up with a drinking rule for this movie, Clemente. What, it, what do you think? It's a good rule. Oh. Whenever magic is casted. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, I'm going to say. Whenever someone is killed by a slicing weapon, so like a sword. Well, whenever someone is killed, better. With a weapon? With a weapon, yeah. So arrows or swords, because this has to be sword and sorcery, right? So people are going to be, some of them are going to be fighting with swords and some of them are going to be fighting with magic. What about magic swords? Uh, we'll get to, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make, we'll pass judgment when we get there. Uh... But yeah, so for now. Whenever someone is killed with a weapon, 
rather than magic. Ooh. I think that's going to be tough. There's probably going to be only one sorcerer or sorceress. There's a lizard dude. He's a lizard king. I actually like this cover art. I like I like his helmet. I like the lady. Wait, I is like that his helmet. body? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> he got like neck to straight to his dragon legs. Yeah, it's a lizard helmet and head, and then it leads to a tiny lizard body with a fat tail. Hell yeah. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> uh, well, you can find us on the internet. Like I said, beef, uh bfilmbrewcrew.com is our website. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, podcast.com, Stitcher, and I think that's it. Spotify? I said Spotify. Uh, I think that's it. So if, uh, you know, subscribe there so you can uh, stay up to date whenever we upload uh, a a new episode, which is usually on Thursdays. And that's it. Thanks for listening. This has been B-Film Brew Crew. My name is Oscar, and that was Clemente. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Catch you on the menje. Huh? Menje.